The key thing is by really giving yourself in visions, you got to have the right visions for each company, then finding the right people in those companies who can really take your vision to the next level. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. With me, I'm excited to have Vinny Chopra. Vinny, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. Doing so, so great. I walked about an hour uh, this morning and had the miracle morning, Todd, you know, and just took a great shower and ready for the day. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I can't believe I haven't had you on the show yet. And some, for some reason, I haven't. But now you're on, so I'm super excited to talk to you. Uh, I, you know, you're you're kind of all over everywhere. You're you're just a, a guy. I think most people know. Uh, part of what most people know is that you enjoy smiling a little bit, and and you're just a happy guy and super positive. And uh, you know, reading about you, you came here, came to the U.S what's it about 40 years ago or so with $7 in your pocket. Is that correct? Yep. That's totally correct. <laughs> uh, super cool. So we'll probably have to dive in a little bit to that, but a little bit about Vinny. He's a multifamily investor, syndicator, educator, motivator, podcaster, and he's also an author. And, uh, his diverse experience allowed him to develop proven techniques and strategy for multifamily syndications that have earned very impressive returns for himself and his investors. Uh, he manages four successful companies that include, is it Moniel Investment yes. Group? Yeah, that's Neil. our kid's name, Monica and Neil, ah, kind of put together. <laughs> yeah, Moniel Management Group, Multifamily Academy and Youth Academy. Um, and, uh, so man, lots of stuff and, and there's a lot more that I'm not, you know, mentioning. So why don't you tell our listeners a bit more about your background and, and then we'll, we'll dive in. Sure, Todd. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Yeah, I know it's exciting. I grew up in very poor, you know, medium family, poor family, you know, six siblings in New Delhi, India. I was born there and I wanted to be an engineer. So I became mm. one. But then I said, no, I didn't to do, I need to do MBA, master's in business administration. That's yeah. when I came here to this country with $7. My uncle sponsored me, you know, because you had to have a sponsor. So he was able to actually lodge me, by the way, for two and a half years. Literally, wow. I am so thankful to him and his wife and his children, you know. And then I sold Bibles and encyclopedias door-to-door, <laughs> door-to-door, literally, coming three months into this country. Wow. And my friend said, what are you doing for summer? I said, I don't know anything. My Thick accent was there. Still, people can understand me. That back then, nobody could understand me. <laughs> you know, I said, "Okay, let's get out there." You know, my desire to really win has been always there. So I said, "Okay, let me get out there," and that changed my career. Actually, I became a salesperson and a sales consultant and a marketing and motivational consultant. By the way, mm. so <clears throat> that led us into real estate. 
about 40 years back into single family homes and all the monies we could save, we kept on buying single family homes all over USA. But then they were not making the money that we wanted. And that's when I dug deep into multifamily 15 years back. Oh, wow. So how, how sales, you know, you're, 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 you came from India, you said you got the thick accent, you know, even today you've got the accent, but you know, I can, I can understand every word you said, but I would imagine back then, and when you start first jumped into sales, it's even, it's even more thick. It's harder for you to understand. So like, was there that limiting belief that people aren't going to be able to understand what I say and, uh, uh, should I do it? Should I not? Or were you just like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Exactly. That's exactly what my attitude was. You That's know? what it was. I said, yeah, you know, hey, what's the best way to earn money, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I've got $7 in my pocket. <laughs> I didn't want to ask my uncle for more money, even yeah. though he gave me three blank checks. I remember he says, you know, in a few days you'll be sick and you'll probably just cash this check and come back home, right? I remember that. But by saying to my, my friend said, hey, I went there last year, I sold some books and educational books and Bibles and all, and I'm going back again. And I just like to take risks, you know, in my life. I mean, if it's something which can really make something happen, I'm there for it, right? (laughs) So that's what was the thing. And then people were so nice to me because they couldn't understand me. (laughs) So I knock on the doors, they say, yeah, come on in. So that even built my confidence, you know, and then got a lot of rejections, Todd, oh my gosh, buddy, we were working 13 hours a day, 80 hours a week, by the way, this company is the oldest company in the South and they're the direct sales company, uh, southwestern.com, I'd love to mention their name, why not, they started in 1855, they're still going strong, still going strong after 300 years, you know, Mm -hmm. but the key thing is they taught me and they gave me seven books, I think, seven books, Mm -hmm. you know, can grow rich, Uh, Dale Carnegie's how to influence people, win friends, and then all these positive Charlie Tremendous Jones, you name it, all these books, you know, and Vincent Norman Peale, I remember positivity, and we were asked to read them quickly. Yeah. So that's what got, got me going. And I kind of enjoyed it. It was a lot of rejection, a lot of slamming on doors, but then that got me more tougher and tougher. Yeah. Well, for sure. I think uh sales experience for anybody is probably extremely valuable, Yeah. but sales experience for somebody who comes from a different country, I would imagine is like drinking from a fire hose. Uh, you're, you're getting, you're taking those training wheels off and just, you're just going for it. So uh, I can imagine that would be an experience in itself. So did you end up getting your MBA? Uh, I did. Did, did you ever George, do any engineering? Yeah. George Washington university. Yeah. I did it in two and a half years because I had engineering background. I yeah. had to do some prerequisites when I came to the uh, USA, Washington, DC, but they took me two and a half years, you know, okay. full, uh, full time in the sense with these graduation courses, courses are yeah. at the in evening, you know? Yeah. So I was, yeah, yeah. Did you ever use that degree then? Did you, were you, know, you an engineer? David, oh my gosh, my engineering, I worked as a Larson Trooper, which is one of the finest companies in Bombay, in India, as a heavy fabrication master planner. 
And I resigned after about 11 months when I came here. Never have I gone back to engineering. <laughs> it's been totally sales, motivation, marketing, yeah. and real estate. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's, it's funny how life takes you in different paths than yeah. what you think you're supposed to go. But if you yeah. allow, you know, the universe or God uh, to push you the way you're supposed to go, you'll end up, you know, you know, I didn't what you're saying, Todd, so true, so true. Yeah. Almighty, you know, I respect all religions. And I'm a Hindu. And, you know, the key thing is almighty force guides us. Yeah. And we should let them guide us. You know, that's the key thing. By keeping the mind open, number one, and also abundance. Yeah. Mind style, mindset is very, very important in yeah. achieving success in anything. And that is the real big success of my, whatever little I've done so far is that I'm a very positive person, you know, and also I feel whatever is happening in my life, it is because that's my karma. We call yeah. it karma, my yeah. doings. If I'm doing it right to all the people around me, right, then I will be leading a good path, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. But having goals has been a big thing. And, you know, mm. in the pillars of success, like your, you know, podcast is, right? Having the right attitude, mindset, and not be afraid to take on risks, small risks, you know, and calculated risks, I call it. Many times we overanalyze things and then we paralyze ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get a lot of people that ask me, you know, you know, what's the key to success and or what, you know, it's for, first of all, there's no key, right? There, there's no like one thing that you have to do, but one of the big steps that you have to do is you have to take action. Yeah. You know, you're, you're never going to have success unless you, you've got to take action. You can't let that, like you just said, you can't let yourself be paralyzed um, yeah. by yeah. your indecisiveness or your fear or whatever is holding you back. You just can't let that happen. You cannot. You're so right. You know, I say moving the needle is yeah. kind of like in my terms, but you're so right. Every day is a new day. It's mm -hmm. a gift, right? Mm -hmm. God-given gift. And we can utilize that gift. I mean, metaphorically, if a gift is there, we got to open it nicely yeah. <laughs> at the start of the day. We all have 24 hours, right? You know, but then how we spend that time is so important. So moving to action on the right activities is the main thing, I believe. Mm -hmm. You know, if you can control our schedules, control our mind and only focus on the right important things, then only we can be successful, right? And that's the pillar of wealth. Uh, one thing, you know, Stephen Covey, I think in one of his book, you know, Seven Habits and then yep. Eighth Habit, he talks about a jar of, you know, whole jar, he put some pebbles, he put some stones and sand and, you know, and then he put water in it and everything. Then he says, oh my gosh, I forgot to put these big four rocks in the jar. He tried to put them later on after the whole jar was full, the water started spilling and the sand starts to come out and still we couldn't put, he couldn't put the rocks. Then he said, okay, let me look at this over here with the jar again. He put those four rocks in first 
Then he put the pebbles and the gravel and then the sand and the water. Everything fit really well. Yeah. So that's exactly how our life is. That's exactly how our day is. Many times we while away so many unimportant things, take away our time, but the most important things are left behind. Yeah. So that's yeah. why prioritizing and delegating and mindset, those are the three words I really concentrate on my desk, you know, prioritizing, delegation, and mindset is comes on the top or at the bottom, both sides. But the big thing is, that's where it's all about, you know, to really using the time effectively. Alan Lankin wrote that book many, many years back. I bought it. I bought thousands of books like everybody. <laughs> but what do we take from that? right? That's more important. And how it's do we implement reading the whole book and finding, yeah. okay, I learned a lot, but if we don't implement yeah. one, two or three things, it's not worth it. Yeah. I love that, uh, that story, the, the, the rock story. I mean, you just, those are your rocks, right? The, and, that, and that's, you can literally think about the, what are my rocks every day? What are my, yeah. my rocks that I'm going to put in every single day. And then after we get done with our rocks, after we're done with our four rocks or three rocks or whatever it is that we need to get done, then we can fill in with the sand and with all the other ingredients, all the other stuff, right? Um, The, the little to-do lists, fill that in later. we got to get the rocks done. I I love that. That's a great Uh, uh, little story. Um, So you started with single family houses. And you said you switched over then to multifamily. Why, what, what was wrong with the single family that you decided to switch over to the multifamily? You know, single family, actually, we couldn't manage them ourselves, like in Arizona, in Atlanta, in Texas, things like that. California, even Bakersfield, which is a little far away from us. We always gave, even Modesto, one hour away from us, right? We never really wanted to get phone calls at the middle of night, you know, the toilets are clogged up or things like that. So my wife said, let's just make sure we get property management companies doing, you know, managing them. So they charge a lot of money. They do 10%, 8%, you know, of the rents and then leases, they charge half the month or full month. And then for repairs, they charge extra money. So at the end of the day, we just saw not too much was made, right? And we said, okay, if you want to save for college education for our two children, you know, Neil and Malika. And fortunately, they went to Berkeley and UCLA and all. But the key thing was, how can we scale up? How can we save more money at the end of the day, right? That's when I got into commercial real estate. I became a broker in 2005, I think, Mm. 16 years back, but I didn't want to sell or buy, you know, uh, homes because that was not our lifestyle with little kids and all. So I said, let me look into office space. Let me look into shopping centers. Let me look. Then I stumbled into multifamily. I said, oh my gosh, having 20 homes in one lot, (laughs) 20 dwellings, you know, one or two roofs to take care of and have economies of scale and everything, it just made sense to me as an engineer. 
Then I dug deeper and deeper and deeper. I found Dave Lindahl's book. By the way, I'd love to give him credit. You know, he was the early starter in whole USA, by the way. You know, a landscaper guy turned into multifamily guru. Yep. And they're still strong, right? I just had Dave on, on the show, actually. Oh, you did? Yeah, oh, wonderful yeah. person. I had it on my show. I was on his show too. Wonderful fellow. And thank you. Yeah. And I bought both of his books. Mm-hmm. And I just I even bought his course for 400 on eBay. Somebody sold it to me. You know? <laughs> and I listened to it CDs. They were not DVDs. Yeah, CDs. Right. Then I met him after two years in San Francisco. Yeah. And then I joined his classes and his whole uh, coaching and everything and spent good money, over 100000 yeah. I spent with my teams and everybody, you know. Uh, but that's where is the real reason I'm making millions now, you know, literally. Because when you start small, you start putting extra zeros on the right side then. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's great. So when when and what what was your first deal? How how many units and when when was that? Sure, you know we bought a duplex. We still own it, by the way. Still in Odessa, Texas, okay. it makes me probably sixteen hundred a month profit. Okay. You know, you very nice. We bought fourteen units, one for fourteen units in Odessa, Texas, mm-hmm. also, and for hundred eighty thousand, we have sold it now for 380 then we bought 109 units then 64 units then 72 units then 192 units and we got up to 4700 units by the way that's really good that's great um yeah it all started with just a couple little books and and quite frankly uh it's funny you mentioned dave lindell because uh that those were the first books that i read (laughs) and we i was at a basically a guru fest um, in, in the twin cities back in 2008 or nine, I think it was 2009. Um, mm-hmm. And there was all the gurus. Uh, there was Lindo was there and there was, uh, there was all kinds of, you know, somebody was teaching about wholesaling. Somebody was teaching about flipping. Somebody was teaching yeah. about you know, every little thing. <laughs> and the only one that spoke to me that like, was like, wow, this is amazing. was, was yeah. Dave Lindo. And I yeah. listened to him speak and I'm like, I got to do that. So yeah. that's pretty cool. <laughs> totally, totally. No, I really give a lot of credit and praise to him. And I know there are a lot of coaches now. Right. Most of us have learned from the master. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of people have learned from him and maybe you didn't necessarily learn from him, but you learned from somebody who learned from him. Uh, yes. He definitely... Yeah. Definitely was one of the only educators at the time and and he's done a great job giving a a lot of information away to a lot of people. um, And, you know, people are giving it forward. So Um, let's talk about some success habits. You know, we've, we've maybe dove in a little bit. You've talked about uh, mindset. You've, you've talked about prioritizing, staying focused, anything else that comes to mind? Like what, what are your personal habits that you do on either a daily basis, or maybe it's a weekly basis. What are your must do's to make sure you're, you're having a successful day? Totally. Totally. I would say starting with miracle morning, I would say, you know, and even just going on YouTube is my biggest teacher, YouTube and Google are my biggest teacher. You watch like cat videos on YouTube. 
Yeah, oh, I, I love, love to, love to watch. <laughs> you know, something which is in my mind, I just say yeah. it's got to be explained somewhere, right? You know, so Todd, that's how I start with gratitude, with paying homage to, you know, where I am and yeah. thank God for what he's given me, you know, and my family and everything. The biggest thing is exercising. You've got to get your mind right, mm -hmm. but your body right. Yeah. I'll be 70 next year, seven zero. You know, and the key thing is how to keep yourself so excited, so yeah. pumped up is taking care of the temple. Our body is a temple and eating right, exercising, great gratitude in the morning, all that. Okay. Now comes the goal setting. You got to set goals, small goals, big goals, five-year goals, three years, but then weekly goals and daily goals. Because this life is nothing if we don't know in the morning what you're going to accomplish that day, you know, and then setting appointments is huge in my business, you know, yeah. I mean, with investors, with brokers, with attorneys, with family offices, with all these, right? They are the people who are going to grow the companies, right? And then my team members, my vice presidents, you know, how many I meet on Tuesdays, how many I meet on Wednesdays and Thursdays. So I plan this whole week a good structure. I'm a systems guy, literally. I'm a systems guy. I find the right, right team members. At the top, I had 135 team members. Look at this guy who just started in multifamily. And then we got into so big, huge, that we had integrated our management companies and everything. You know, and then I built the academy, which is one of the very top academy with 1000 lectures now, 1000 wow. lectures, you know, anyway, and then senior living now I'm really living the dream, which I want to help with the silver tsunami, my fellow citizens who need a lot of help in the silver, uh, you know, housing. And we are into assisted living and memory care now. Which okay, Manny, this is this is crazy because I am now in doing senior assisted oh, living are? and memory care. I started we started doing this last year. Oh um, my gosh! So yeah, I love it. Uh, so so how long have you been doing it? You know, I found a very good friend of mine. Uh, Shah Shahid is his name from Pakistan. He mm -hmm. came when he was 17 years of age. He's 38, 39 right now. He's been building senior assisted living for sure. 10 years. Okay. 10 years. He's built, he's from Michigan. Yeah. And now we are building five projects together right now in one year. That's great. I raised $18 million last year in the COVID. And we are building from scratch. I will send you the video. That's how great. We build it. It's so wonderful to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, oh. I, I, I think the industry has, uh, obviously, it's, it's a great growth industry when you yes. look at the demographics, yes. uh, but it's an industry with a lot of needs. And, and I think you're serving a very good cause if you're doing it right. Yeah. Obviously, yes. you still got to do it right. But yeah. if you're doing it right, if you're serving the the residents that are going to be living at your buildings the proper way i think it's an amazing industry to be in so i love oh, it oh thank you thank you and you know we are going bonkers i mean my goal now is two billion with a b oh my gosh i mean you say mindset right in the next nine years i want to really purchase build and all that two billion in senior assisted living and memory care Wow. And that's where, you know, 
I know it's going to happen because we are meeting with people. I could start six projects right now today if I can get construction loan financing. Mm. So it's taking us a little bit time to get construction loan because we build everything in 10 months. 77,000 square feet, six to seven acres of lot we buy. We pass the ordinance changes and we get all the demographical studies done and everything, right? And then yep. we build it with 100 workers to 150 a day. Yep. And then that's how we are able to then manage them also. When it's 70% built, we hire executive directors, leasing agents, and we want to have 40% occupancy the day we open that assisted living and memory care. So there is a huge demand. Yeah, yeah. Are you guys doing the the management or are you, are you bringing Everything. in? You are. Okay. We are. We are managing vertically You're ourselves. Vertically yep. Yeah. Everybody's on our payroll, caregivers. We give them yep. six weeks of training. We pay them a little bit more. These are young girls and guys, right? Mm -hmm. Who really mm -hmm. want to give themselves, they're young, you know, to care give the older generation, right? Seniors yep. for their golden years, because this is eight years of age, 83, 84, 90 years of age. So you have to have compassion. Yep. And that's what in our, you know, I'd love to mention your audience if they would like to see the video. It's on Hampton Manor is our brand, hamptonmanor.co.co. And that's where we have the construction videos, the fully developed videos of the, you know, senior livings and all. We put libraries, we put, of course, the salons, spas, putting uh, greens, swing pools, of course, <laughs> dining halls, private meeting rooms, sunrooms, yeah. and libraries, the billiard rooms, grand pianos, high chandelier, I mean, everything, really, total luxury, and yeah. we charge only $4,500 wow. for what? everything, all included, for three meals, snacks, yeah. Lodging, yep. well, and full and full care, right? I mean, full that, care. that's full that's care. the thing. There's 24 hour care. It's yes, yes, full, yes. Full, full care for yes. these residents. They're yeah, whatever needs they have, they're getting served. Yes. What states are you in? Are you all kind of you all? Know, over are you Michigan. specific? We built one in Michigan. We are in, right now in Virginia. Mm -hmm. We are in Florida, building at eight locations in Florida alone in just one year. We are going to Texas, into Arizona's, into Missouri, all over. Oh, Our goal is come from the East, oh, into Carolinas yeah. and Maryland's. And then uh, I'm just talking to somebody who wants us to build in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia area also. And then we're gonna to come to California where I am at, right, you know? So that's gonna take us a few years, but we are traveling this whole wave of Hampton Manors all over USA. Oh, that's really cool. Oh, that's you. really cool. I, that's, that's exciting. And, you know, you're serving a big need. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. By doing so that. Really cool. So true. It's so good feeling when I see the smiles on the, you know, our golden generation yeah. who spoiled us. We are yeah. trying to spoil them now. Luxuries, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because that's their last part of life, yeah. literally, you know. And we want to give them the best of the best experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's definitely a, a, a cool industry and, and yes. 
I mean, the population is going to increase. The, the people that are 80 years or older over the next, what is it, 10 years, less, mm -hmm. less than 10 years, is going to increase by over 50%. Correct, oh. correct. Yep. And so it's, it's just amazing how many people are going to be needing that service and assisted living. And 70% of all adults will eventually need some sort of assisted living yes. services. And so it's just a huge population. It is huge. What you just said is so right. We have 54.7 54 million in seniors now, yep. 65 plus. Yep. And it's going to be close to 100 million. Yep. 100 million. 100 million out of 340. We probably will stay at that you know, same number, right? Population yeah. total. Yeah. That's one third, almost one third of population will be older folks, you know? Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. Awesome. Um, so you got the assisted living, you got the multifamily. What else, what else you got going on? Anything else? I mean, that, that's it? <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, lots of things. You know, we are buying, I just started a $50 million fund, C fund. That's my okay. 35th syndication now to date. And also I'm selling some really great deals I bought in Orlando, 52 million, two years back. Mm. We just signing a contract with the uh, brokerage. They gave us BPO of 65 million. What? Nice. 52 to 65. We just bought uh, 308 units in Austin, Texas uh, mm. in COVID, you know, yeah. September of last year, 2020. And it's worth 10 million more. I cannot believe my mind. Are you selling I'm, it already? No, 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 oh, no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Okay. We want to go Not from ready. 35 million to maybe 60 million in Austin is the hottest market around and yep. the cap rates are shrinking, everything. So yep. in a multifamily, buying hotels is another thing I'm doing. Are I you? feel hotels is multifamily to its core where you can increase the prices. There are five prices every night. <laughs> the other thing is people have to pay up front to go sleep the night or two or three nights. We yeah. bought a Hilton Garden Inn with my buddies, my friends, and it's doubled in value after COVID. I cannot yeah. believe it because the medical staff chose our hotel Hilton Garden Inn to live in in this city. So my partners love that market. I love it too, because a lot of cost segregation benefits mm, are there, tax yeah. benefits for investors. We do cost segregation always, of course, but then that's the multifamily side. We are building senior assisted living. After about two or three years stabilization, I'm purchasing them, cashing out the investors who brought me, you know, built it and give them close to 23%. I mean, 18 to 23% per year. You yep, know, yep. they are making, but anyway, then uh, I'm also buying multifamily and then of course, senior assisted livings and hotels. And then my academy, I'm really spending a lot of time in writing two books are already on Amazon. My third book is coming out as uh, senior living investing made easy. That's my third book. And then our academy is getting lots of new uh, uh, special, uh, you know, uh, additions so that I could provide knowledge at a very, very ineffective, very low price. That's what my goal is. If I can teach 1 million people at a very low price, you know, that's where my goal is really. Yeah. Hmm. That's cool. 
Um, so you're doing a lot. You've got <laughs> many things that you're juggling in the air. How are you doing it all? What are you doing? I can't imagine you're doing everything yourself. To be truthful, uh, again, you know, the teams of people yeah. are the best people who build your companies and business, not the building structures or anything. I believed in that. I've always worked from my office in home for 44 years. I never had outside office in my life. And the key thing is by really giving yourself in visions, you got to have the right visions for each company, then finding the right people in those companies who can really take your vision to the next level. Yeah, I would say, you know, like it's actually having the vision and then goal setting, right? It all boils down to what kind of goals you are setting with your team and how we are progressing, right? On a monthly basis, quarterly basis, yearly basis, you know, all those things. Right. So nothing uncommon, right? But the biggest thing is moving the needle. <laughs> Yeah, always moving that always moving forward, never never moving backward, right? Always, right, always trying right. to figure out how can we go to the next level. Um, that's really good. I love it. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you're building some amazing things. Um, Thank you. You've got a great attitude. I, I, I love <laughs> it. So, um, all right, Vinny, we're I'm going to ask just a couple last questions and then we'll wrap up. So, sure, my, sure. My last questions here I got for you, and I think I know the answer to this one, but. Um, maybe you got more stuff that you're going to surprise me with. How do you like to give back? Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you said that. You know, we, my wife and I are philanthropy quite a bit. We've been doing it since we had some money, little money, more money, all the way have built schools. We have built, uh, you know, handicapped schools. We have given orphanages, you know, That's in uh, Africa, in India. We are very involved locally in the hunger and the seniors, you know, we give and we have uh, foundations, two foundations. I just raised money for Charity Water, about $15,000. I donated 5,000, that's a small amount. But the big thing is to keep, keep coming back, giving back. That's so true, you know? And I encourage everybody to give back because if we give back, God gives us more. I believe in that. Yeah, I tr truly believe in that myself as well. Um, books. What's your favorite book that you could pass on to our listeners? You know, there are so many great books. I would definitely, definitely say to the listeners, please look for this one, Miracle Morning, uh, you know, by Hal Allrad, my good friend. And then he also wrote a Miracle Equation. That's another great one, you know? I mean, I just feel like if we set our mind right, if we take care of our body, everything will be possible in our life. So I would say this one and... Eckhart Tolle, Power of Now. That's no, the other book. No. I'll say two books, right? Eckhart Tolle, amazing, amazing uh, author. And now my wife and I, we listen to his podcast also with, uh, with uh, Oprah Winfrey, you know, mm. Super Soul. Very nice series. It's all free. It's totally free. Please look into that. Yeah. There's so much great free information out there. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah. And then, and then dig in. I mean, it's just, it's just crazy how much knowledge there is that's, that's out available for yes. everyone to capture. So, um, yes. all right. So last question, what are your three pillars of wealth creation? You know, my three pillars, I would say the biggest pillar is being positive, you know, and taking any challenge 
that comes on my way with chin up and find a solution fast. Don't get down on it and say, you know, hey, how did it really happen? Why me, yeah. God? Yeah, why you know, me? just being positive and taking action to overcome that. Second, definitely, I would say my pillar is goal setting. I will really say that because if we don't have goals in life, we won't reach where we want to reach. Many times people think I have goals in my mind. I say, no, 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 no. you got to write it down. And then you look at your goals, morning, evening, night, you give feedback on those goals. Mm -hmm. If they are really important goals, you'll be moving further. I mean, moving the needle on those goals, right? So feedback is important. And the third of all, be happy, you know, be happy. We were very happy family when I was young. I was very happy. My name is Vinod, by the way, V-I-N-O-D. My parents gave me the right name. In Hindi language, it means happiness. Mm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I had to live up to my name, <laughs> you know? So Vinod in Hindi's, uh, in Hindi language is happiness. And I, you know, smile also. I started smiling 44 years back when I was selling books and my trophies, they took my middle name out, Todd, literally. And they put in parentheses smile, literally. They said, Vinod or Vinny smile Chopra. And since then, 44 years back, I've been using that signature. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, and it stands out. And every picture, of course, is a big is a picture of your big old smile. And it says Vinny smiles. And so everybody knows you're like the happy, smiley, just energetic guy. And that's just how it is. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. And again, thank you for inviting me on your show. God bless you. And you know, if anybody wants to reach me, please just, you know, go on my vinichopra.com. That's V-I-N-N-E-Y-C-H-O-P-R-A-Chopra.com. You know, you could interact with me. You could email me, text me. I listen to and, you know, with my managers and all, you know, we reply to all the emails and texts and all that. Yeah. Vinny. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much uh, for joining oh. us. And we'll put all that stuff in the show notes so our listeners can reach out to you, connect, and, uh, and, and just hear what you've got going on. you got so much going on. You've got so much great information to give everybody with, oh. what did you say, over a thousand um, lectures? Yes, videos. Amazing. Oh, my gosh. So. It's yeah. so much. And we also provide, I would love to say that, you know, a lot of times courses, you go through them, but you don't get actionable things. Mm -hmm. We provide everything, every PowerPoint I've made, every Excel worksheet. I mean, our students ask us, investors, and I coach myself every Wednesday, two hours, almost two hours, every, and we record them. So we have thousands of hours of those recordings also, which are not in the you know, they are in the evergreen courses also, which we open up everything. And so anyway, you know, yeah, if anybody's interested, please reach out to us. You know, we'd love to, love to help. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Well, again, really appreciate it. Took a lot from this and I know my listeners did as well. Thank you, Todd. You take care, buddy. You God well. bless you. And thank you and see you sometime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe, uh, give us a thumbs up, 
go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. It's a rating and review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and, and want this. So uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to VentureDProperties.com, VentureDProperties.com and download our free ebook on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and also look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go to coachwithdex.com and check that out and uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.